Hi, this is Kim, and welcome back to Weber County's Greatest Generation. We just celebrated the 81st anniversary of Pearl Harbor, and as we've talked about before, our first casualty, Ensign Howard Dill Merrill, was aboard the USS Arizona. So they recently published some um, facts about the battle at Pearl Harbor. So here's a couple of things I thought were interesting. There were 37 pairs or trios of brothers on the USS Arizona on the morning of December 7th, 1941. 23 sets of brothers were killed in the attack. A father and son stationed on the ship, Thomas and William Free, were also killed in the action. The Arizona was hit four times by Japanese bombers before it sank, with more than 1,177 crewmen aboard. A 1,760-pound bomb hit the ship, lifted it out of the water before it went down. Among the dead were all 21 members of Arizona's band, known as the U.S. Navy Band Unit 22. When the attack began, most of the members were up on deck ready to play music for the daily flag-raising ceremony. There were 102 ships stationed at Pearl Harbor when the attack happened. Eight were battleships. Seven battleships were sunk during the attack with the USS Arizona and the USS Oklahoma and the USS Utah being total losses. The USS Nevada made a run for the channel to get out of the harbor, but was forced to run aground after it was damaged so as to not block the channel opening. 69 vessels received no damage at all. Top military commanders were later criticized for being unprepared for the attack. They generally believed that Pearl Harbor was too shallow for a successful attack with torpedoes. The ashes of a two-year-old girl rest in the hall of the sunken USS Utah. A sailor stationed on the ship had brought the ashes of his daughter aboard to eventually bury at sea, but he never got the chance. Sixty-four men and the ashes of the little girl are entombed within the ship. Elvis Presley played a large role in funding the Arizona Memorial at Pearl Harbor. In 1961, he performed a benefit concert at Pearl Harbor that raised nearly $65,000 for the memorial. He had just finished a two-year stint in the Army. Today, 81 years after the attack, oil still leaks from the hull of the USS Arizona. It's believed between 14,000 and 64,000 gallons of oil have leaked from the ship since the attack, and that about nine quarts of oil escape from the ship each day. The National Park Service estimates it could continue to leak for 500 years. Survivors of the attack call the leaking of the oil the black tears of the Arizona. The Ogden Standard Examiner had started a column in 1942 called News from the Home Front, and it was designed so that families could send um, the clipping to their servicemen who were overseas or just around. It says, Dear, then there's a blank, this letter bears the date December 7th, a date which, as has been well said, will live in infamy. It has been a full year since Pearl Harbor. While the date is remarkable because it commemorates the most amazing piece of stunning treachery in the recorded history, the year is remarkable for what we have accomplished during the short time span. Some of the more startling facts of these accomplishments are known to the whole world. Here at home, we have plenty of evidence that we have come a long way in a year. Your hometown has changed. Your whole state has changed. 
The military activity here is beyond imagination. And when we realize that this is only a very small part of the national effort, we can only marvel at the enormous ability in our country to get things done. Each day, our will to give you the tools to build victory grows greater. Every man, woman, and child worthy to be called a citizen is behind you, heart and soul. Signs of the Times, Weber County, contemplating its new budget, foresees some changes brought about by the war, such as increased salaries to meet the increased cost of living, revision of road construction so that only roads of military significance will be built, the annual Christmas opening was staged last Monday evening and was highly successful with attendance of great crowds of people, but there will be no late hours for Christmas shopping and merchants have asked the public not to request delivery or gift wrap or any other peacetime luxuries. The United War Chess Drive is being carried on in place of the annual community chess drive and at week's end it looked as if Ogden would make its quota okay. The tire shortage is being evidenced by the abandonment of automobiles on the highways to be disposed of by the state patrol. Ogden this winter will be brightly lighted on its main business streets throughout the night as there is now considerable traffic at all hours, and the city fathers have decreed that the lights remain on. November 9th was set as the date on which Weber County will receive a pennant in recognition for having met its scrap iron gathering quota. OCD trials held here last week were declared a success. A series of recommendations for unsnarling Ogden traffic are being studied. The annual Christmas sale sale has been started to raise funds to fight tuberculosis. Special fire inspection is ordered in all public gathering places in the night, inspired by the recent Boston nightclub fire, which killed nearly 500 people. Ogden merchants changing their closing hours to 6.30, found it wouldn't work, changed back again to 6, all within three days. Ogden police applauded action taken by the state Supreme Court to deny a rehearing for the Avery case. So the Avery case was Walter Robert Avery, who was the convicted slayer of Hoyt L. Gates, who was a detective with the Ogden police. He was convicted on a one-day taking of testimony in his trial for the fatal slaying of Detective Gates on the night of February 11, 1941, during a thwarted grocery store holdup. Going back to the article, gasoline rationing hit Ogden last week, along with the rest of the nation, and brought with it problems akin to all rationing problems in our swollen population. Great numbers of people fail to register on time. Others are clamoring for additional rations so they can keep on driving to their jobs at war bases. Buses and trains suddenly had a new spurt of business, though they were already overcrowded. So it goes, but this too will iron itself out in time. Meat will probably be the next thing to be rationed. In Ogden, during the past week, it has become practically impossible to purchase meat, and many restaurants, cafes, and hamburger stands have been reduced to the use of meat and cheese. Our quota ran out way too fast, and we will probably not be relieved until rationing goes into effect. Art Mortensen was named manager at the new Robert Hinckley Airport, and new moves are in the offing to put the new field into regular operation. Mortensen volunteered his services as the manager. That's about all the news for the past week. Christmas will soon be here. We will miss you, but we also remember the service you are giving to your country, and we are proud of you. 
The movies playing that week were International Squadron, starring Ronald Reagan. That was at the Colonial Theater. At the Paramount, Youth on Parade, with people I've never heard of. The Flying Tigers with John Wayne was at the Orpheum Theater, and the Egyptian had The Black Swan, starring Tyrone Power and Maureen O'Hara. Another article read WAC Recruiter, now in Ogden, Lieutenant Mary L. House, WAC Recruiter Office from Salt Lake, will be stationed in Ogden today through Saturday at room 202 in the Post Office Building to interview applicants interested in joining the Women's Auxiliary Army Corps. Women interested in joining the WACs are urged by Lieutenant House to contact her during the week. Upon acceptance, recruits will be given a basic training course at the WAC training station in Daytona Beach, Florida. The training they receive at the school will qualify them for different branches of the service, or they may apply for Officer Candidate School. Women between the ages of 21 and 45, inclusive, who can pass the mental screening examination and are qualified physically, now have the opportunity to serve their country in a completely full-time capacity, in addition to receiving invaluable training for future peacetime work, Lieutenant House stated. And this is the one that really makes me laugh. Slow up cars or lose book. Gas rations to be taken from speeders, say traffic aid. If you are one of those persistent violators of the new national war speed limit of 35 miles per hour, you had better slow up. George Lowe of Ogden, president of the Utah State Traffic Council, said today that the Utah State Highway Department would cease to issue warning tickets and make arrests before the close of this week. We have been flooded with protests of motorists who are staying within the 35-mile war speed limit against the motorists who will still travel up to 70 miles an hour, said President Lowe. The 35-mile-an-hour law applies to both drivers of private cars and trucks. Over the span of several days now, warning tickets have been issued, but by the end of the week, arrests will be made. Motorists who are staying within the 35-mile limit who watch other speeders bypass them are urged to take down their license numbers and report them to the highway patrol. We have been informed by the state of California that a number of Utah motorists now in California have violated the law. Their license numbers have been dispatched to the gasoline rationing board. The new speed limit was put into effect to save rubber and everyone should cooperate. Most of the violators in Utah now are said to be students and drivers of trucks. Our organization will cooperate in every detail to eliminate these violators from the highways of the state. In many states, people traveling over the 35-mile limit lose their gasoline books, and this is what we are recommended for Utah. So that about sums it up for December 7, 1942 in Weber County. In the war news, um, they were battling in Tunisia in um, Africa. They were also in New Guinea in the Pacific and uh, getting ready still for D-Day. There are millions of troops in Ireland and England getting ready to prepare for whatever the invasion is going to be and whenever it's going to come. So thanks for joining. Each week I do an update of the week 80 years ago on the on my Facebook page, and you can find that on Weber County's Greatest Generation under the blog post as well. Thanks.